0: Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF, and I'm on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. So thank you for joining us to make it happen. Today we have a very lovely guest. Her name is Erin. Claire Jones. She is a human design expert. I don't know if you've ever looked into human design, but I'm telling you, it is such a really unique way of looking at our personalities, our energy, our chakras, and we're going to give you all the deets. So Erin is breaking down human design and how it works. We're doing an in-depth description of your human design and how to use it to your advantage. And Erin's sharing how to honor your design and do the inner work to get a Aligned And really knowing how your specific human design works is going to support you in kind of like knowing your vices, knowing your, you know, the way that you handle things, how you work best, how you absorb energy, and it allows you to be really mindful of how you approach things and how you can move forward. So we want you to know what your human design is first. So we're going to, you know, as we go through this episode, we're going to talk about the different Human design types, and it'd be fun if you knew what yours was. So, if you want to look up your human design first, go to erinclairejones.com. So, it's aaron erin, claire, C L A I R E, Jones, J O N E S, dot com. And in the top right, there'll be something that says, Look up your human design. Okay, so go get your chart. You will need your birth time, but it's so fun. And if you already know your human design, let's get into it. Erin is really going to go deep on the different elements. So it's going to be really fun guys. It's a new month. We are really getting into spring. And even though we can't really leave the house, it's looking beautiful. The cherry blossoms are happening. And I got inspired with these new fresh vibes to make a new vision board. So I I talked to you guys before about this Chrome plugin called visionboard.cc, but I guess they're like fucking out of business or something and it's not working anymore. So I had to do some MacGyvering and I figured out a new way to do it. So I created this new vision board, and every time I open up a tab in my browser, I see it, so it's just getting imprinted into my subconscious. I've got like a hot body on there, a Lambo. Yacht, private jet, a walk-in closet, a home in Italy, Malibu, Paris, we're going global. Okay, and funnily enough, you guys, I just did this like last week, made this vision board, and my mom and her husband have been calling me nonstop talking about buying a house in Italy which I had on my vision board. So I'm just realizing how fast my vision board is working. So go make one guys. I feel like right now there's never been a better time to manifest because there's so much energy going around in the world today. And we're like elevating to 5d consciousness and yeah, it's time to manifest. So I found this hack which is gonna be our chakra tip on how to make this vision board. So, first off, canva.com, c-a-n-v-a.com. You can make any graphic. It's super cool. You can upload all the photos of the things you want and make it into like a really pretty graphic. And you wanna like create a graphic that's like the right size for your screen. I think a standard screen resolution is like a hundred or sorry, one thousand three hundred and sixty-six by 768, but I just Googled that, so I'm not 100% sure. But you want to make the graphic like the size, the same resolution as your screen so that it looks good. And then you have to be using a Chrome browser. So then you have your big vision board. It looks beautiful. You download it as like a JPEG or PNG or whatever. And then you go to the Chrome app store and there's this app called Vision Board New Tab App. And yeah, very creative. And so you basically just download that. It links with your Chrome. And then you'll open up a new tab and then they'll it'll ask you like all these questions. I just hit skip. And then there'll be something that says, upload your photo, like upload from computer or something. And then you upload it. And then when you open up a new tab, your vision board will show, and then you get to look at it every day. So highly suggest get on it guys. And let's manifest together. Okay, I wanna do a chakra shout out to all the health workers, you guys. Like literally, these people are just making shit happen and it's amazing. I also wanna shout out like people that are still working in restaurants that do delivery and people who are working at the grocery stores and all that kind of stuff. Like these people are fucking tough cookies because I'm scared to leave my house. (laughs) Um, And they're just like out there and like contacting people and it's just... It's kind of crazy. So I love in Vancouver at 7 p.m. We all go on our balconies and clap and like cheer on the health workers. And yeah, it's just like a nice way to kind of salute them and to keep them excited and motivated and know that we're grateful. So I want you guys to all do a little gratitude today. So who is in your life that is out there making shit happen, whether it's a nurse Or like I said, someone who works in a store, I have a dear friend, shout out Elisa, I love you, who works with people who are like going through hard times in their family and she's still out there like talking to them, helping them, people who are sick or their families are sick. So just like really acknowledge them, shout them out. And you know, I know I'm like damn lucky to work from home, but the people that are still having to like go to work. Let's just really be mindful and supportive and appreciative to them. So, all right, guys, enough sadness. Let's get our happy vibes on and get into this human design episode with Erin Claire Jones. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We're here today with Erin Claire Jones. She is a human design guide and leadership coach. She works with individuals and teams to give them a blueprint through human design to how they're designed to operate optimally. And my word for the year is optimization. So I love this. More than anything, human design gives us permission to be exactly who we are and to step into our uniqueness. And I've been obsessed with human design, but I've really only scratched the surface in knowing what the hell any of it means. So I can't wait to dive deeper. And Erin is the expert. So let's go. So excited to have you here, Erin. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So let's dive into our slumber party questions. What's your morning ritual?
1: Mm. Um, Well, it's a little bit different now that I'm in my quarantine in New York City, Um, but I wake up and I meditate for 20 minutes and then I do um, a workout with my love. We have like a big screen. So we do a workout at home, which I usually do yoga. And then I make myself a hot cup of tea that's where oh, I am lovely. right now. What is,
0: amazing. What is the workout, the yoga workout you're doing? Where are you finding them?
1: I do Melissa Wood Health. She has a lot of mm-hmm. great ones that are between like 20 and 45 minutes. It's like a combination of like yoga and weights. Um, I'm like such a hot yoga girl, but that's just not possible right now. Um, oh so gosh. I love being able to do something at home and I like finally got my partner. T- yeah to do it with me. Oh, the first okay. time. oh,
0: I love that. I feel like you need to just like go into the bathroom and like crank the shower on high with hot right. water and crank the heat and just get it done in there.
1: Exactly. Just like a steam, <laughs> steam yoga.
0: Steam yoga. I love it. What is your favorite crystal of the moment?
1: Mm, I have a beautiful rose quartz that I just got recently that's next to my bed and my sheets are pink and like, I'm just like in such a pink vibe. And I think the rose quartz is just defining it all. So I'm loving that.
0: And we are in a global heart chakra opening, so there's never been a better time to be all about the Rose Quartz vibes.
1: Amazing. Perfect.
0: Tell us your guilty pleasure TV show.
1: Honestly, I had a friend who was in Glee. And so a few months ago, I was like, I should watch an episode and just like watch a minute and see what it's like. And then my partner and I just became like so addicted. It was so fun and so uplifting. So we watched like every single season. Um, so I, I love this show. I mean, I never thought I would love a musical TV show, but it was unbelievable.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, also, um, side tip, bless Corey Monteith. May he rest in peace. But I oh. met him and he bought me a drink once. And that's no kind of my way. claim to fame. Yeah. Wow. And he was yeah, very lovely. Was
1: Canada. Oh my God. Yeah. That's no, I, I mean, know. my heart. I like looked up his human design too. I was like, I love this man. Um, what so was he? He was a generator. I thought he was a projector. He was like a very open generator, meaning he was like so mm. sensitive to the world
0: around him. mm. That makes so, sense. so much right? sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is your, do you know your sun, your moon, and your rising?
1: Yes. So my sun is Taurus and my moon is Scorpio
0: and my rising is Capricorn. Ooh, that's, that all scares me a lot.
1: <laughs> Why does it scare you?
0: <laughs> it's all very intense. Oh my God. But I'm going cause I'm an Aquarius and Aquarius people don't really have emotions and you yeah. you've got a lot.
1: I've got a lot. Taurus and is I, like
0: so strong. The Scorpio, Scorpio scares me. I talk about that all the time. I love Scorpios and I have a lot of, a lot of my best friends are Scorpio, but I'm just like, don't bring those feelings around me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's well, so funny? Cause like looking at your design, I mean, we'll get into it, but like, I'm like deeply emotional in my human design and you're like very empathic. So you're just like feeling everyone else's stuff. So it would make yes. sense that I might be a little bit of overwhelm where it's like,
0: Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Love it. So what is your most fun manifestation practice?
1: You know, I think that for me, and it's so funny because human design does talk a little bit about manifestation and like whether or not we should be more just like, I'm going to create a list and get super detailed about what I want, or rather I'm just going to like tune into what I feel. And so like, for me, it's always been like just tuning into what I feel and then like so much magic happens. So I generally just have a moment at the end of every meditation where I just like in the morning where I'm just like, express gratitude for everything that's happening. And then just like envision all the things that I'm excited about both that day, but also in life. And I feel like that has been like the most powerful way to just funnel energy into
0: it. Isn't that just the, it's like literally the simplest thing, but so simple. it's actually what works like that. Exactly. What works.
1: And consistently, you know what I mean? It feels so familiar yeah. now. So I love it.
0: Yes. Love it. Yeah. Cause our thoughts become our emotions. it become our vibrations. It becomes our manifestation. So it's all about 100%. how we feel hmm Okay. So tell us about your spiritual journey or your journey with human design and when that became a business. Yeah. So
1: I think that I've always in some ways been on like a spiritual journey. It wasn't, I didn't have like a moment. I just like have been exploring this stuff from so young. I don't know why this was like not a thing that my parents did, but, um, Human design. So, I discovered human design in 2015. I'd come from a world of working at a lot of startups and just like observing a lot of dysfunction in teams. And then on the side, I was just like, you know, doing my Reiki um, trainings. I was like doing my yoga trainings, Kundalini. I was just like doing all the things because I just loved it. But I felt like I just had these two separate worlds. I was like, I love business. I like love all my personal development stuff, but I don't know how to weave the two together. And, you know, so serendipitously, I was sitting at a party in New York and this guy sat next to me, who then became my business partner. Um, Who looked at my human design on his phone and basically just started telling me all the stuff about myself that felt so familiar and such a relief, but it was like stuff I'd never stepped into. And so, you know, it's been a long and bumpy road, but he was the one who really opened the door to me. And I guess I really saw very immediately that even though human design comes from the stars and can be so esoteric, it's actually so grounded and so practical in the way that like the information is delivered. And I saw the potential to not only impact individuals with it, but also to impact companies and really bring it into businesses. So, you know, I built a company with him for a couple of years and then launched my own practice early 2018. And it's just been like a wild journey because when I first started, no one had any idea what human design was. And it was like such a foreign concept. And as you've probably seen, it's like human design has grown in awareness and popularity in such a big way the past couple of years. So it's just been so amazing to be part of it and kind of help making it more accessible and simple and practical for people.
0: Yes. She's at the forefront. So Mm -hmm. tell us what, like, tell us what is human design? Like, how does it work?
1: So human design like astrology is based on your exact time, date and place of birth and the idea is that when you input that information you kind of get this just like crazy looking chart of colors and shapes and the idea is that it really gives us our energetic DNA. So it helps us understand how we're meant to make decisions, communicate, work within teams, cultivate relationships, literally all the things. And for context there are about 2 billion different configurations. So everyone has such a unique way of operating and it often just gives us the self-knowledge and also the tools to kind of really just step into our own unique potential.
0: Okay. So what is your, what are like the four, is it four basic types? There's like the generator, the manifesting generator, what are like the basic things and can you describe them?
1: Of course. So highest level, there are five different types. So there are generators, manifesting generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. And so you are a generator, yeah? Oh Um, yeah. And I'm a projector. And so basically- the majority of the population are generators and manifesting generators in combination. And these are basically the people that are just like kind of the powerhouses, the people that have like the energy and the life force to kind of build and create and make things happen. They're kind of meant to wake up with like a full tank of energy to kind of use up their energy in super satisfying ways throughout the day and then kind of crash and wake up recharge. They haven't like fully exhausted their tank. They might go to bed and just feel like restless or like just depleted because they actually haven't used their energy in a way that feels good. And so the idea is that when they're really committing their energy to things that they enjoy, really. Relationships, projects, all the things, they're basically lifting up and creating energy for everyone around them. So it's actually like mm-hmm. so of service to the world that they're really honoring their own desires because that's how they're actually creating the energy. Um, yes. That you're welcome, you? guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank God for you.
0: <laughs> and it's funny because it's like the more I do, the more energy I have. Like the more it's exactly. like the more I work, the more energy I have. It's crazy. hmm Exactly. But if you're then like working in a
1: job that you don't enjoy or like in a relationship that's draining you then it just like drains the battery and so like that overflow yes. comes when you're actually committing to the things that are actually just naturally energizing for you um yes So that's key. And then the difference between the two is that manifesting generators often like thrive when they have their energy and a lot of things at once. These people are kind of like multi-passionate by nature. So they're really meant to do like all the things. They're the people that are like, you know, I'm like a mom, I own a dance studio, I'm a lawyer, I own a yoga teacher, like just all the things. Mm -hmm. And like that is their magic. And they've often been made to feel like they're scattered or like they're doing too much. And so with generators, it's also kind of like, I'm going to do this one thing, but then you're going to like do that one thing for a while and then move on to the next one. So it's not always about doing all the things at once. Um, Yes. And then for both types, your strategy is all basically magnetism. The more you're using your energy in a way that feels good, the more things are just going to show up in your world and your work is to kind of tune into your gut to know what you're available for and what to respond to. Does that make sense?
0: Totally. So with manifestors, it doesn't mean that you're like the best at manifesting. Like what does that, what does it really mean?
1: So yes, not at all. You know, it's just a language I think. So these are manifesting generators and then I'll talk about manifestors in a little bit. Any type can manifest. It's such a good question. I've had people be like, you know, I'm not a manifester. Can I manifest anything? It's like, of course. Like it's just, we all manifest differently. Like I think that human design does speak a little bit about like how specific or non-specific we should get in terms of like what we want to create with our lives. But you know, I think that like manifestors, which I can talk about in a second, like they're the ones that are just like here to make it happen. Whereas for you, it's maybe getting clear on all the things you like want. And then just like using your energy in a way that feels good. And the idea is that it's all going to show up for you, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's going to kind of come to you. Whereas manifestors might be do more of kind of like the active creating that makes sense? Yes, hundred percent. And then we have projectors and projectors are really here to kind of be the leaders, the guides, the advisors, the teachers. They're really not here to do all the doing. And so I talk about you as a generator, having this amazing energy to just like build and create and do. And I think for projectors, it's really knowing that your gift is not really in how much you do or how, how hard you work, but it's really just like in the way that you see the world. Often these people are very good at like, being a CEO, a manager, kind of guiding other people's energy within a team, or even as like, you know, a therapist, a coach, a psychologist, kind of working one-on-one with people and guiding energy in that way. So any career is possible, to, but I think for projectors, really just like honoring the ebbs and flows of your energy. Like the reality is that you're meant to work like three hours a day, which I know that as a projector, I definitely work more than that now, but because I really have the energy to and I feel excited about it, but it's really just like, again, honoring what you have the energy for and just resting when it's not there. Mm-hmm. And then as projectors, our strategy is basically waiting to kind of be recognized and invited in. And so rather than, you know, just like chasing after things or pitching companies, it's just like making yourself visible, just sharing about what you do in a broad way and like letting people know you exist and kind of letting the right people find you.
0: So give me an example, because I have some clients that are like, I'm a projector. I can't like get clients or I can't make sales. Mm. So it's like, sometimes I feel like people use it as a bit of a cop out.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I just, I'm glad you brought it up because I think there's actually so many pieces. We could do this with any system, just like kind of using these things as excuses of like, you know, I'm a projector. I'm just going to like sit back. And like, I think that's definitely not what you're meant to do as a projector. And so I think when I first discovered this as an entrepreneur, I'm like, How am I supposed to build a business? Like, you know, am I supposed to sit on the couch? And I think that as a projector, like your job is to make yourself visible. Your job is to let people know that you exist. So like, you know, posting on Instagram newsletters, events, just like podcasts whatever it is, like just sharing about what you do in a really broad way. So the right people can find you. And so like sitting is definitely not going to work. So, but rather than maybe pitching a specific company or being like reaching out to a specific person and be like, I want to work with you. It's more just like, let me just share what I do in a broad way in a really like non-salesy authentic way. And by doing that, it's going to pull all the right people to me.
0: Does so that make sense? Yeah. And like offering, yeah, totally. Like offering like a, a ton of free stuff, free content and like educating people.
1: Yeah. And people are going to be like drawn to just like your inspiration and your passion. And they're like, I want more of that. You know, I think when yes. I, the first iteration of my human design company with my former business partner, like it was primarily focused on businesses. So we were just like reaching out and kind of to very specific businesses and pitching. And it was just like one, people were not really ready for it, but it was just like so targeted. Like I wouldn't, I was so afraid of being visible. So I wouldn't even like share on Instagram that this is what I did. And so like, that was not so successful, you know? And I think this time around, it's like, my job literally is just to make myself and my work visible. And it's been so fun to do that because like, just creating content, letting people know I exist, like giving talks. And in doing that, it's actually like made myself available for so many more people. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that. And then we have manifestors. So manifestors are the ones that are here to kind of initiate and get things started, here to kind of make the first move. for them, often freedom and autonomy and control are kind of everything. So they need to be in places where they really have that control. It can be a little bit hard if they're working for companies where they're being controlled or told what to do in any way. They're really here to do things on their own terms and in their own way. So they often thrive in companies if they're just given utter freedom. It's like, this is your domain. Do what you please. Let us know how it goes. Um, Or even like if they're just working for themselves and charting their own path they're really here to be so unapologetic in who they are. And in doing that, they can be a little bit triggering. Like they might kind of trigger some people and really inspire others and just be polarizing in that way. But their work is to just like kind of really embrace that power because like it's a power that other people are gonna really be drawn to. And so their strategy is all about initiating. So they really are here to make the first move when that comes to dating, business, all the things, but also to inform. So basically keeping everyone around them up to date with what they're choosing and when, basically to allow themselves to manifest and move through life with a bit more ease.
0: Make sense? Mm, okay, yeah, 100%. Okay. And then we've got reflectors. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Oh, yeah, reflectors. That's like a very small percentage of people, 1%. Right? Much more That's rare. crazy. Yeah.
1: So reflectors are basically kind of our collective mirrors. These are people that take in so much from their environment that they're kind of always mirroring things back and letting us know how things are going. So you really get a sense of like the state of like a company or a team or community just by how that reflector is showing up. And their identity is always changing. Like over the course of a month, they're going to have periods where they feel like a projector, like a manifest like a manifesting generator, like a generator. And so their work is to just like own exactly who it is they are that day and not try to put themselves in any box. And the last piece I would share for them is that like their perspective, especially right now with everything that's happening in the world, like is just so powerful. Like they just have this very objective, like kind of non-judgmental way of seeing things. And so whenever I'm around a reflector, I'm literally just like asking them questions all the time. It's like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you see about this? And so, so encourage reflectors to kind of pay attention. Like, where is their wisdom most invited in, and how can they share more there?
0: Mm, Okay, I love. So for each of them, I know you touched a little bit on this, but when it comes to really like taking action towards your purpose or towards the life that you want, like what are the the key considerations on like how to optimize your energy?
1: Yeah. So I think that we all have different ways of making decisions, which is definitely going to play into it a little bit more. I think for generators and manifesting generators, like it's not really about like architecting your life. It's not being like, okay, I would like to be a doctor and therefore I have to go do all these things. It's more like, what do I have the energy for? You know, like what feels really exciting right now? And like, how can I just like follow my energy and trust that by doing that, like I'll be guided all the way there. And so that is going to be kind of really connecting to their gut. And also just like, what are the things they are the most lit up by? Like, I don't know how your career has unfolded, but like, was it a thing that you planned or was it kind of like following moment by moment, just like the breadcrumbs of what you're excited by?
0: Oh yeah, I had no idea that what I do even existed. Just right. happened <laughs> but like that's the magic is
1: you can't really predict it, you know, and so yeah. I think that for both generators and manifesting generators, just like tuning in every day of like what are the things in my life that are the most naturally energizing and exciting, and how can I funnel more energy into those things, and you know mm-hmm. what, maybe I'm in a job that I don't enjoy, but like how can I just carve a little bit of time on the outside because, like you said, it's just going to help you create more energy and more overflow that you can bring back into the other things, so that's I think that so like true. you know what I mean, yeah, and then I think for projectors, it really is like trusting that your gift is not in the doing. And if you're brought into a company or a situation expected to do all the doing, you might not be great at it. I know that I was definitely not. Um, but I think that like, projectors are very drawn to systems. So I would ask as a projector, like, what is the thing that you feel really drawn to mastering? Like, Is there a system, like, a way of understanding people that you're really drawn to? Is there like, a perspective that you bring to business? Like, if you detach yourself from the doing, like, what is the unique perspective you bring to the world and how can you just hone that? because like, it's basically in honing that, then you can start to make yourself visible and available for like invitations in to share it, you know? And sometimes the invitations aren't immediate. Like I know that I was studying and working with human design for a while, you know, before there were any invitations, but I just like knew that it was my thing. And I just had to keep learning because I like could see the potential impact. So I would just pay attention to like, you know, if you disconnect from like the traditional way of doing things and the doing, like, what do you feel drawn to studying and exploring?
0: Okay, let's take a moment for some real talk here. As much as I love the woo-woo and the self-care, sometimes you really need to find help from a professional. So have you heard of BetterHelp? It is an online counseling platform where you can connect with professional counselors safely and privately online. You don't have to leave the house. You can stay in your PJs eating ice cream and cuddling your dog and get support of a licensed professional counselor. Like, I'm so excited about this because no one wants to have to deal with parking, scheduling, unpredictable traffic. I don't know about you, but I seem to just always be late for meetings. So I'm just glad this has become a thing. You can do it at your own pace. You can talk to a counselor on video phone, and you can even text with your counselor, and they're totally licensed professionals. They specialize in all the things that we need help with, like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is totally confidential, obviously. Plus, you don't need to worry about running into anyone in some awkward sitting room conversation, and if you want to switch counselors for any reason, you can do that anytime with no to charge. And since they specialize in so many different areas, you can take a few for a test drive, see what you like. Cause there's over 3000 people to choose from in over 50 States, but BetterHelp is actually available worldwide, which is cool. So when you sign up, you can start talking to someone in under 24 hours, but this is not a crisis line guys. You can schedule weekly sessions. That way you're always on top of your mental health and you can just have it all organized and there for you and just doing it from bed. Like how amazing is that? What I love to is that financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And I know at the beginning of my journey, I did a lot of counseling and let me tell you, it really helped me release a lot because just being able to talk it out, um, and have people that understand what you're going through. It's just, honestly really really nice so best of all with better help it's a truly affordable option and chakra girl listeners get 10 percent off your first month with discount code chakra so why not get started today go to betterhelp.com slash chakra you're going to simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with a counselor you'll love today that's betterhelp.com slash chakra
1: and then i think for manifestors like so sorry, the question was around like how they can kind of best like get in alignment. I want to make sure mm-hmm. we am yeah.
0: that. Yeah, like how to like even just like start taking action towards their purpose.
1: Yes, and then I think with the manifestors, like manifestors are really here to just like follow their urges. It's like they're here to kind of be in a like creative flow and like whenever they have an urge to do something to just like do it, you know? And so I think that as a manifestor, like so often they haven't felt the permission to initiate or to make things happen on their own. So my encouragement for them is to just like, Listen to whatever the urges come to like create something or do something and just make it happen. It doesn't mean they're all going to be successful. That's not the point. But it's just knowing that it's by initiating and actually starting things yourself that is like, that's the best way to enter things. And also knowing that as a manifestor, you're not always here to do all the building, you know? And so just like allowing yourself to initiate. And then when it's time to move on, do it. Mm. and then for reflectors it's actually all about being in the right space they basically make themselves available for the right people the right opportunities the right relationships we in when they're in spaces that feel good to them so i would make sure their home feels good their city feels good their office feels good like if they're going to go on a date they should choose the place like it's actually just like they're magnifying their space so much so to actually just like honor that sensitivity and know that it's by being in the right space that they attract all the right opportunities for them
0: Okay. Love it. So we can all move forward. No excuses, guys. There's all there's a way for everyone. Oh yes, exactly. And there, again, <laughs> it's going to look different, you know, Yeah. but again, I think if you
1: are, yeah, I mean, human design just reminds us how we can each get into our own alignment. Totally. So how do the chakras tie into everything? So if you look at a human design chart, you'll see that there are kind of nine different shapes and those shapes correspond to the chakras. The idea is that we actually have nine, not seven. And I know that there are lots of chakras, um, and they're kind of just the different energetic centers in our body. And so in our human design, they just kind of represent different functions in our body, functions in our lives, like our emotions, our intuition, our like energy, our drive, like our thoughts. And what's so interesting is that in a human design chart, every center will either have color in it or it will be white. And when it's colored in, it basically means that's where you're drawing your energy from. And that's what you're kind of projecting out into the world. And so for you, you have your like gut center colored in, you have your intuition center colored in, which means you've got a super strong gut response, a lot of stamina to create and do things. And you've also got like a constantly operating intuition. Um, And then there are all going to be areas in which you have white centers. And the white centers are the areas where you are the most sensitive to kind of taking in other people's energy. And those are often the areas where you can get the most taken off track. And so Mm. it's so useful to know what those are in each person design. So it's like, oh, like this is where, you know, I'm taking in other stuff from other people. And also this is where, I, what I can like rely on as my own energy. And mm-hmm. so it offers us such insight to kind of make sure that we're really connecting to our own energy and not making decisions based on other people's stuff.
0: Mm, I love that. So where are mine open?
1: So you have five centers open. Um, So one of them is your emotional center. I mentioned a little bit earlier, meaning that you're so sensitive to other people's emotions. And not only in the way that you're just like, oh, like I feel that person's sad, but you're actually experiencing their emotions amplified within yourself and often more intensive than they do which is why like the intensity of emotions might be a little bit overwhelming. You and, know? I and I think I block,
0: that's why I think I block them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, it's a lot, like often these people, like they might avoid confrontation just because they're like, I don't really know what I'm going to spark in someone else. And I'm going to already feel it more intensely than they do. So like, there's just a lot of ways to kind of disconnect from it. But I think so much of the work with this center is knowing that you're here to be so wise about how emotions are affecting you and other people. Mm -hmm. You know, you're here to kind of move in and out of other people's emotional ways with kind of taking things in, but like releasing them just as quickly because you've got such a gift in actually mirroring back to people their emotions and like giving them language for them. Like I have my partner and I have a few friends that have this center open that are all writing books and do their work around emotional intelligence because they've just got such a knack around like understanding how emotions are really affecting them and the people around them.
0: And that, I mean, that makes sense with what I do as well, because I am helping people through their journey and helping them with their own, um, self-sabotages and helping them with all that. Cause I like can look at someone and understand exactly how they're feeling.
1: Exactly. And so like, that's the gift. And the the shadow would just be like, Oh my God, like I'm going to take this on as my own and hold it in rather than like, Oh, like, this is what you're feeling. Let me like help you understand it. And then like, I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. Um, Another open center for you, you have an open what we call a root center, which basically means that you can be a little bit sensitive to other people's stress. So if someone's feeling stress, you might feel it in a more intensified way. But Mm -hmm. the shadow of this one is sometimes just being a little bit too much of in being being in too much of a hurry. So just like applying a sense of urgency to everything that you do. Everything. Everything Everything you do. (laughs) And like and it's not that you're not meant to hurry, it's just like only for the right things, like not for all the things. So kind of using your gut to know like what's really worth holding on to, or sorry, what's worth hurrying for and what's like not worth hurting for at all. Mm. Then you also have an open throat center, which is all around your communication. And it basically means that you actually have the capacity to have such a fluid way of expressing yourself. You're not really meant to express yourself in just one way. But the shadow of this is sometimes like talking too much or feeling like this pressure to speak or feel like if you don't say something, like you'll be invisible. So it's like, I've got to be seen and express myself. And so much of the wisdom of this one is actually giving your attention to others and trusting that like you'll be invited in to share. And it's when you're invited in that your words will have the most impact. Like these people are just like the most powerful powerful speakers because they just say exactly what needs to be heard, you know, because you have the capacity to like go into a room and give a talk and like not have it written and just like tune into exactly what needs to be heard for that audience and just say it.
0: Yes. So true. And it's so funny because yes, because I always feel like I have to hold the space for the room. Like I'm like, Oh my gosh, people aren't having fun. I need to say something fun. I need to make sure that this is like, I feel I take on the responsibility of the vibration of the room. Exactly.
1: And you yeah. just feel the press, you know what I mean? You feel it yeah. all in your body. And so so much yes. of the work is sitting with it and also finding a place within yourself where you're like very comfortable being quiet. So you're like never speaking and feel that silence. Yeah. Um And then you also have an open mind and like that literally means you're very meant to be open-minded, but it's just like, you're kind of meant to look at things from a lot of different perspectives. You're like, oh, I could see your perspective and like, I could totally see yours too. Like you're not really meant to have super fixed opinions or ideas around things. And the shadow of this one would become like, just be like becoming too defensive, like trying too hard to be certain, like Mm. just like feeling a need to like, just be feeling uncomfortable with that uncertainty. So you're overcompensating and the Mm. gift is like just leaning into that uncertainty and you're like, I can actually see every single angle of this issue and that is my magic
0: yes okay starting to be better at that
1: of course and like these are just often the areas that we're learning you know so it's yeah just totally to, yeah where we're
0: in well school. and that's like the key point too it's like it's like just because that's in your human design doesn't mean you're always in the shadow of that element of it it means that that's what you're working on and that it's like doesn't necessarily come naturally to you but then you find a way to to work around it
1: Exactly, and it's the area. It's like where you really are here to be wise, you know. Yeah. And so it's just like useful to know what those areas are, so you can make sure you keep moving into the wisdom. And like the shadow will keep coming up. But I know, like for me, one of my biggest shadows in my design is like um, just like working way too much, like being super mm. overzealous, like not knowing when to stop. But like because I have the language around it, it's like whenever I do that, my partner's like, "Erin, <laughs> what are you doing?" And then I just like I'm like, "Oh my god, you know? Okay, right. I need a rest. I'm going to step back." But just knowing it can like help us kind of course correct so much more quickly. Mm. And then your last open center is your open head center, which means that you're so open to inspirations and ideas that are coming from all directions and it's so magical. But the shadow is like the potential shadow is just kind of losing focus and getting a little bit scattered and like trying to do all the things. And like so much of your, and even think about things that don't actually matter that much. And so much of your work is about discerning what's worth thinking about, what's not, trusting your gut to know what ideas are worth pursuing. And also like in terms of like work structure, like it's really useful for you to have like lists or just like things that kind of block your calendar. Like these are the two or three things I have to get done today. And then I'll leave myself time to be inspired in between.
0: But if I allow the whims of my mind to govern where my energy goes, it can go in a thousand different directions. That is so true. Also probably why I'm like up until one in the morning, like with my brain on overdrive, like right. sending myself emails to be like, remember this, don't forget this idea. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. So wild. So where can people go to find their charts? Do you have it on your website? i do
1: so there are lots of places online my website is slash lookup and that's where you can look up your chart and you do need your exact time date and place of birth
0: okay i love that and we'll we'll tell people in the in the intro message to look their chart up before listening even for better insights Perfect. Okay, um, so tell us as well so so we've got the different Centers like the mm-hmm. different chakra centers. We've got the, the like the five main archetypes. What are some other things for beginners that they can kind of look at and analyze a little bit?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think like two other really key pieces are what we call your inner authority and your profile. And so I've mentioned your gut a few times. Like we all have different ways of making decisions and there's so much talk out there of like, follow your gut, listen to your gut. And like, the thing is, that's not true for all of us. Like, it's actually like you embody that, that is so true for you, but like, I don't even have a gut response. Like, okay. I don't even know what that feels like. And so the inner authority is how we're meant to make decisions. And so to give you some context into the, the different ones, like some people like me, I'm emotional, which means that I am meant to sleep on things. And really give myself time to feel into things before I commit. Um, you know, you are meant to trust your gut response in the moment, kind of that visceral feeling in your belly, even if you have no idea where it's going to take you. Other people are meant to kind of trust this like quiet, intuitive, spontaneous knowing. It's a little bit less visceral in the gut. It's just like this knowing that like disappears as quickly as it comes. There's some people that are meant to make decisions based on their ego and like whether or not their heart's really in something and whether or not they really have the willpower to do it and to kind of be like healthily selfish of like, you know, like will this decision like truly take care of me? Some people are kind of meant to talk things out, just listen to what they say. Other people, it's all about being in the right environment. And then the reflectors are meant to give themselves a full 30 days or kind of a full lunar cycle before they commit to something.
0: Wow. Oh my God. That's so funny because I like, I always just expect everyone, I'm like, but like, you know, like, but you know already, why do you say you don't know? You must know. like. I- I'm like, like, I don't understand when people cannot make a quick decision. I'm like, but you must know already. I just, I expect everyone. I'm like, no, I can make a decision. Like snap of a finger. Why can't you?
1: Well, I just, I love that you share that because it's so true. It's like, so yeah. what I love about human design is not only understanding our own design, but like understanding the people around us. Yeah. Like whether it's like mm-hmm. our colleagues, our partners, our friends. Like, my partner is like you. He makes decisions in the moment from his gut. Like, yeah. whereas, like, I'm just like, oh, I oh, don't know yet, you know? And yeah. so it's just like, being patient with myself and not making myself wrong for that has been so useful. And just knowing that like a lot of people are going to take a lot more time where some people are meant to be super impulsive and they feel like they should take time when they're actually meant to be incredibly impulsive. So human design just gives us the permission to be like, okay, what is our way of making decisions and how can we like fully step into it? Oh my gosh. Okay. What's the other one? The other piece is the profile. So there are 12 different profiles in human design. And I got to talk about yours, but they're basically around kind of how we're here to just like manifest our purpose in bigger ways. And so for you, you're what we call a three, five profile. So if you look up your design, you'll see the profile is going to be like kind of a fraction looking number. And so the three in your profile means that you are really here to kind of learn through trial and error and experimentation. You're here to just kind of like Mm -hmm. bump into things, make mistakes, figure things out as you go. Like you kind of got to be like in the messiness of life to like understand how it all works. Like somebody Mm -hmm. might tell you something works and you're like, cool, but like, I've kind of got to go do it for myself to really see. And so, so much of you, do you feel that?
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: And so much of your work is like just embracing that mistake piece of like, I am as much here to kind of discover all the things that don't work as I am and to discover all the things that do. So my work is to just glean as much wisdom as possible from everything that I'm learning. And like, Mm -hmm. and for you, there's actually just such tremendous wisdom that comes with that. And like, in terms of sharing with your audience and on your podcast, like, just sharing your personal story and all the things that you're learning like are so valuable for people. It's like, I tried all the things, I did all the things, and this is what I learned. You know, I can like save yeah. you a whole lot more time. And so like totally. often the people with, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Often the people with your 3-5, with a 3-5 profile are like the ones that I love following because it's just like, they're just experiencing life in such a deep way. And you learn so much from their personal experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then so some
0: people like research before they do things and then like find the right way. I'm like, I'm just gonna do it and see if it works. I'm not a researcher, I'm just gonna do it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, and like some people, yeah, exactly. Some of the profiles are all about like researching and like getting down into the details, and you're like, I just gotta try it for myself. Um yeah. and so for you that's combined with what we call the five in your profile. And the five is that there's like a very natural just Leader, problem solver, fixer nature to your design, where you're kind of here to like come in and offer solutions, like just like fix problems, like offer solutions that no one has thought of before. And then like check back out. Like you're not really here to be in there offering solutions all the time. But I think the thing for you to be aware of, and this might, I don't know if it shows up with clients, but there can be a tendency sometimes for people to kind of project things onto you, project that you can like fix them or guide them or lead them or save them or be this kind of leader, this kind of partner. And like, yeah, they can see possibility in you and there's something so seductive and wonderful about that. But for you, it's so key to know yourself well enough that you're only saying yes to the projections that are like truly correct for you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like just being so in integrity to what you're saying yes to. It's like, just because you think I can do this thing actually does not mean it's correct for me at all. And so like, I've got to really trust my gut to like make sure I'm just trusting what feels right to me and not constructing my identity based on what everyone else sees in me.
0: Yeah. And I heard too that like some, I don't know if this is a generator specific thing or if this is a three, five specific thing, but that um, someone said that for me, I, uh, people expect tangibles from me, whereas I have the belief that my energy is enough.
1: Yes. And like, and so that is the five, that's going to be them projecting like that you can deliver do this thing. And for you- And it is like, if you're lit up by what you're doing, you being present is going to like actually create so much of the value. And so like just creating those real exchanges with people where it's like, this is how I create value. And like, let's make sure that we're on the super same page around that before we start committing and working together. Yeah, totally. Um, So that's a really interesting piece to look into only because it often, you know, just gives us permission on another level. Like for me, so much of my human design is about being a hermit, which is like, so working for me right now in my quarantine time. But it also means that like I'm really not designed to do the things that feel super hard or super challenging. These are people with a two in their profile. Like they're really designed to do the things that just like come easy and naturally. And like Mm -hmm. those are the things they're meant to kind of be paid for and be recognized for and valued for. So just like really cultivating the things that feel easy and natural and like letting that be a thing that people like that you offer value from and not be like, oh, I've got to like study and like become the expert. Like the two is just like you're just gonna be a natural at it.
0: Mm. Okay. So So nice. So fun. There are so many pieces. Yeah. So many pieces.
1: One other piece that I would,
0: oh. Oh, no, um, go ahead. One other
1: piece I'd want to share about your design is that like, we also all have different channels in our design and the channels are um, basically just kind of like our innate strengths. And so for you, it's like, I when I just, you have one of my favorite channels, which is called the strength of the, like the transmitter or just like sales.
0: It basically oh. means
1: that you're here to use kind of your intuition to just like message things in a way that people can really hear and like really adapt your messaging to so many different audiences. So you can kind of like sell anything. The key is just to like sell the things that actually matter, um, to you. And also there's like such an efficiency associated with this strength where like you might be able to like do a lot more in three hours and like most people can do in a whole day. Yes, you know? and so that's just so like- true. So it's such a good one. And you also have the strength of conviction, which is just like honestly following your convictions, even if they make no sense to anyone else and trust that like by doing that, that's really how you empower the people around you to kind of get in touch with their convictions as
0: well. That them is themselves. so true. My husband makes fun of me. He calls, cause he, he, I'll like say something that he won't think is true, but I'll say it with such conviction and I'll probably be totally wrong. And he'll be like, oh, is that from Amber Lydia? Like,
1: <laughs> like yes, is that is. true?
0: Yes. Well, yeah. Yes,
1: it is. That's or I'll, like, amazing. Say
0: something that sounds so true. And then I'll be like, I'm not sure if that's true. I just made that up.
1: <laughs> and that's the like open mind piece too. That's so funny. It's like the combination where you're like, I've got such conviction. And also I've got like, I can see things from so many different angles. So like, yeah, I might actually be different next week and that's okay too.
0: Exactly. Like, I feel like I'm a dot connector. Like I can like, I can hear a million different things. And then when I have to come up with like a solution or like an idea or a kind of like a reason for something, I'm really good at connecting the dots to be like, oh, like if A meant this, then, and B meant this then this must be the solution. And sometimes that's not real, (laughs) but it's like miraculous how my brain pieced it together, whether it's real or not.
1: (laughs) Right. You can definitely make sense of all the things, which is so interesting because I think that's why the inner authority part of our design is so key because like our minds can basically convince us in or out of anything. And so often by kind of tapping into whether it's your gut or your emotions or your voice or your ego, it's just like so useful because it's often a more reliable way to make decisions for us because like our minds can offer so much inspiration for other people, but we can like get a little bit just like obsessive and we're just like trying to make sense of it
0: all with our minds. Mm, So true. Oh my gosh. I love it. So where do we start? So we know all the different things. Like if we want to start implementing this in our lives, once we kind of have a good understanding of our chart, where, like, where do we start to start implementing it in our lives?
1: So I think the most important place you'd want to start is really with the type and the strategy and the authority, because like Mm -hmm. all the other pieces are going to be useful and like they're going to help you go so much deeper in. But like, you know, for you as a generator being like, okay, I'm a generator, I've got to like take inventory and be like, what are all the things in my life that are lighting me up the most? What is the most consistently draining? How can I funnel more energy into those things? I know that I'm here to like create my life through magnetism. So like what is showing up in my world and what do I feel drawn to? And also my gut is meant to guide all my decisions. So like, how can I tap into that in terms of knowing what to eat and who to spend time with and what program to launch, you know? And then like, for me, it would be knowing our projector. It's like honoring the ebbs and flows of my energy, knowing that I'm here to kind of make myself available to kind of be recognized and invited in and knowing that I'm like not meant to jump into things and to give myself more time to feel into things. So I think Mm -hmm. the type strategy authority for every person, like the idea is honestly, when you really embody and integrate that, like the rest kind of just falls into place. Mm-hmm. And so like, I would start kind of, I would start there for sure.
0: Okay. I love that. Also, I wonder if this is connected. I had this reading once and I don't, I, I think she was incorporating some human design. I'm not sure, but she basically said that I should never have kids, which is fine. Cause I never have wanted to, but she was like, you could not energetically handle that unless you had like 15 nannies. Yeah. Um, That's
1: so funny. I don't see it. I mean, I don't think I'd ever say that in a human design reading because I think like anything's kind of possible for anyone. I think it's like you got to decide if it feels right. But, um, you know, I think that probably just like as a mom, you would just need a lot of freedom to be able to pursue all your things and
0: try all the things
1: and do all the things and like feel supported in that. True that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Okay. So loved all of this. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we'll talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested and I can go first. So I actually released a podcast episode about like the coronavirus and like conspiracies and like what I really thought was going on. And Hey, I bet it was probably really convincing, even though I'm not even like no one actually knows. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I was very like diplomatic and I was like, I don't want you to feel like you have to believe me. I just want you to start questioning things. And I literally felt like I had like a hangover after I released it. Like I was, I felt so nervous. Like how are people going to take this? And it made me question everything. I'm like, who am I to like talking about this? Who am I to like put all this out there? And I like went in a bit of like a tailspin with it, but the manifestation out of all that was I just decided like, okay, it's out there now. There's nothing you can do. And so far I've gotten really good results and really good feedback and really good comments. No negativity yet, which is great. So I think, I think it's like you just, at the end of the day, you just kind of need to trust yourself and if you have something on your heart to share and especially like for me since you know with the way my human design is (laughs) doing it in like a diplomatic way that's not like hey you have to believe this but still being like okay this is the energy that i'm in this is how i feel and take it take it how you want to take it
1: yes yes i feel that yes again that's the trusting the thing where it's like i don't actually know what's going to happen and how people are going to respond and where it's going to take me but it just feels right
0: Exactly. Listen to the gut, guys. Well, if you're a generator and you have one. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And you have a sacred authority. Yes. Yeah.
0: Sacred authority. Yes. Um, Okay. So tell us about your last meltdown.
1: My last meltdown was this morning, um, which I mentioned to you before our call. I think that like we're in the midst of, you know, the coronavirus, as you mentioned, and I'm like having such a strange relationship with the news where there's so much happening in New York. And so part of me really wants to be informed and aware, but also knowing like when to take space. And also just like for me, like because it's so many numbers right now, it's like, oh, 150 people died in the past day. It's like, I kind of just like need faces. I like want stories. I want to like know Mm -hmm. what's actually happening. So I think that I had a meltdown just because like we passed 500 deaths in New York and I was just like, this is so much right now. And Mm -hmm. so I think that I just had to feel it all, you know, and then we went and sat in the sunshine. So it's just like, I think that in this time, being able to feel all the things of being like, work is going great, like working with clients is amazing. Also, like what's happening in the world can be devastating, but also I'm in trust of what's on the other side of this. So it's just like letting all the
0: things coexist, I think, has been so key for me. Mm-hmm. And has there been a positive manifestation out of this or any other manifestations that have gone on lately for you? Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I think there's so like, so much of my work stuff feels like so many positive manifestations because things are just like always flowing. I think that um, when I share and like put myself out there, I think in terms of what's happened out of this is like just so many like connections with people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm just like, and I, I know a lot of people are doing this, but like so many more FaceTime, so many more connections. Like it was so funny. I was messaging with, there's like a hot yoga studio that I've been going to for, I don't know, three or four years. Like- Four to six times a week, and um, I love the owner. I love her class. Like we just like have such a sweet relationship. And she, we were messaging on Instagram, just checking in because the yoga studio was closed down. And she's like, "I really want to Facetime with you." I'm like, "I would love to Facetime with you." You know, like that sounds great. Like, it just feels like there's so many like people are just so like their their guards are gone. Like they're just being vulnerable. Yeah. They're just being connected. They're just being loving. And so I just like I feel like I actually feel so connected to the people around me and the people that I'm working with in a way that like. I wasn't before, you know? And so it just feels like I, that is actually just such a beautiful manifestation of all the things that are happening. And also that people are being so creative and resourceful and creating so many new offerings based on it. Like I didn't make a new offering, but I did like create a discount on one of my favorite offerings. And like, it was just so wild to see the response. People are like, Mm -hmm. yes, this is the perfect time to learn more about myself. Like I need Mm -hmm. to like really understand my human design so I can fully leverage it. So I just think it's been cool to see people investing in themselves in this time too.
0: Yeah. People are just really getting creative. And like, even yesterday, my hair salon, I loved this there. They decided to do like a mobile shampoo delivery, like curbside shampoo delivery. And I was like, that's yeah. so smart. Like people are stuck at home with like, and they're running out of shampoo. Like that's brilliant. And he's like, well, yeah, this is like paying our rent. Like we, you know, but it's like so to. creative and it's like, okay, where, like, what are, it's like, where are my clients right now? What are they feeling right now with all this ch- and how can I show up for them to still for them in 100%? Ways. So yeah, it's like you just need to get creative. And I was saying too, on that like connection tip. It feels like when I take my dog out for a walk, like it literally feels like that feeling of Christmas morning where it's Christmas morning for everyone. So like you all have that connection of like, Hey, we're in this, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, everyone is going through the same thing. So when you're outside and you're walking your dog, people are smiling at you. People are saying, how are you doing? People are like actually connecting more. And, um, and we all have this, like, this union of what's going on for absolutely everyone right now. So there is, there is a beauty in that.
1: There's such a beauty in that. And like, and my partner was saying, and it was so smart Is he's like, you know, so often in human history, it's been like us fighting against each other, you know, like a thing that we've Mm -hmm. just created. And like, this is a time that like all of humanity is kind of like, and I, I don't even like the word, like people said at war with like, I don't like the fighting language at all, but like it is kind of like us all united, like trying to resolve mm-hmm. this thing together. And totally. like, I just, you know, and that's just really beautiful. So I know. I, think I that described
0: it as, oh, sorry. No, you um, go. I was going to say, I described it as we're at the front lines and our hearts are our weapons.
1: Yeah. It's like all <laughs> we can do. So I know. it does feel like there's actually so much beauty in this time. So that's part of like also what's so moving. It's like devastating and it's beautiful and like there's just a lot of feelings right now. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh totally well oh my gosh well we are excited to learn more from you during this time and really guys there's never been a better time to learn more about your human design and aaron you have a discount code for us tell us about it yes of course so Um, you know, I do, I have a lot of different offerings. I do
1: sessions, I work with teams and partnerships, but one of my favorite offerings is something called the blueprint, which is basically a 30 page PDF that I personally make on your unique design. So it kind of just gives you everything that you need to get started. And like, it's just a resource manual that you can keep returning to. I have people being like, two years later, be like, I still go back to it every month. I still go back to it whenever I make a big decision. So it's just such a powerful tool to have in your pocket. So um, yeah, we can do, we'll do a discount code for that. And so if you want to get your blueprint, it's the perfect time. And you tell me what you want the word code to be. Yeah.
0: It will be chakra. Okay. Chakra is the code. Done. (laughs) Um, So we'll link you guys to that in the show notes and give you all the deets. And Erin, tell us where else we can find you online. Yeah. So I'm Erin Claire Jones
1: everywhere. So I'm Erin Claire Jones on Instagram. And then my website is ErinClaireJones.com.
0: Yay. We'll link you guys to those as well. Go check out Erin check out all of the amazing things she's doing and start implementing these things into your lives every day because, you know, we all have unique things about us and there's ways to just like really optimize everything you're doing. So knowledge is power right now, guys. So Erin, thank you so, so much. And everyone else, we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at co and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at ChakraGirlCo.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot the chakra girl glam and grounded membership we would love to help you activate those chakras babe so step into that chic life and join us in the glam and grounded membership love you mean it see you next tuesday thanks for listening